Hi, I'm Johnny Pollard and welcome to season three of the One Giant Mind podcast. In this final episode, I have my dear friend Jeremy come to the microphone with a inquiry about the experience of increased sensitivity and how to manage that as he continues to progress and expand in self-awareness. And this is something that all of us need to uh, consider because as life becomes increasingly more pressurized with the, the challenges that we face, so too will our sensitivity to it. And it's important that we have some insights about how to manage it so that it works for us and not against us. Enjoy. My question is around one's sensitivity. I am finding, uh, I am getting more and more, I feel like I'm getting more and more sensitive and that's making me withdraw from the world where I used to be very extroverted and want to contribute to the world in meaning, what I've deemed meaningful ways. With enthusiasm, I feel more and more wanting to retract and because um, I'm sensitive to, I, I feel like I see really clear things in people and it reminds me of things about myself that I maybe don't like or that I'm just, I suppose I'm interested in the whole area of uh, sensitivity increase. <laughs> yeah. It's a natural phenomenon that occurs. Now, let's just examine the word sensitivity for a minute. Sense. Activity is the increase of sensory perception. The way in which we understand what's going on in reality is through our senses. Hypersensitivity or sensitivity has a connotation to it that it's kind of like you're somehow weak or not resilient or something. You know, it's just very sensitive, as if it's some kind of disease. But let's just really look at it for what it is. Sensitivity is the ability to sense. And it's only through our senses that we are able to accurately determine uh, what's taking place in this gross physical dimension. And if we are finding ourselves overwhelmed by what it is we are detecting, it is just an indication of ever-increasing states of consciousness that is to say that our self-awareness is expanding and increasing to include our environment and the people around us. Increased sensitivity means you're just perceiving and beholding within your awareness the reality of what is going on. You're expanding your field of awareness, right? This is the desired effect. This is, this is actually what we're after. The responsibility of increased sensitivity is that it demands that we cannot ignore, avoid, or run away from what it is that is still yet to be resolved within ourselves. When we capture greater information, we're exposing ourselves, making ourselves susceptible to the influence of greater levels of complexity of human experience and our environment which highlights to us where we're at in our own progress and where our vulnerabilities lie. And so if there is a desire to re retreat, as you said, it's simply because you're feeling a little overwhelmed by what it is you're seeing. It's confronting. And sometimes what we perceive feels like it's a little bit outside of 
what we believe ourselves to be capable of of dealing with processing relative to the current model of our self-perception and the work as it is described is to remain with that discomfort as we become increasingly more sensitive and to allow ourselves to acclimatize to the increase of information that we're receiving about reality and allow ourselves time and space to simply adjust, which is very natural and spontaneous. We will normalize and become capable of operating sufficiently in any environment. We call it adaptability. We adapt. Now, if we are adapting with intent, purposefully, consciously, what we are, what we are always doing is remaining open. The mantra is remain open, remain open. Don't close down, don't shut off, don't shut off. Remain open, remain open, remain open. And in that, what it demands is that you sustain a degree of vulnerability for a period of time until that vulnerability becomes insight and that insight becomes wisdom and that wisdom becomes embodied and expressed. And you find yourself less confronted by what it was that you originally felt overwhelming. Increased sensitivity is the natural byproduct of advancing awareness. And it, it must be embraced in that way. With that said, it doesn't mean that you have to be the same person you used to be. I'm certainly not. You know, who I was when I was 19 is very different in terms of, you know, character, personality traits, I think. I think I'm a lot more reserved and far less extroverted than I used to be. And those aspects of my personality served a wonderful purpose at that time. They were sincere expressions of my spirit at that time. But as I started to contain greater layers of complexity of information about what's happening in this moment, it demanded that I fall more quiet within myself be more considered in the way in which I carried the responsibility of knowing what was going on around me. Because the responsibility of knowing what is going on around me and within others that I hold in my attention, the responsibility of this is immense. It's great. When we learn to perceive the inner workings of somebody's experience just by holding them in our attention, which is essentially what increased sensitivity is. There is a responsibility for us to hold ourselves appropriately with, and this is where the word comes from, with sensitivity to what they're going through, to where they're at. We learn that life is far more meaningful and powerful when we can bring our presence into the moment to meet where somebody is at or to be in a particular way to exemplify something that they need, that they may not want, but they need. In doing so, we render that increased sensitivity useful. We're doing something with that information. We're doing something with the knowledge of where somebody's at. There are those that have high levels of sensitivity 
and their their presence is powerful, but they are in total denial about it. And they, you know, those people, very big energies, and they haven't yet. They're still like kids. Very loud, very like rah. <laughs> they dominate the space, and their energy, their presence impacts if they make kind of sarcastic comments everyone's like ow because they're deep but they're in denial of it and so they're kind of like a bit of a bull in a china shop you know at a certain point they hopefully wake up to or confront their sensitivity and these kinds of people behind closed doors are generally pretty miserable very very conflicted they don't know how to come to terms with who they are and so out socially, the only way they can deal with it is just to turn the volume up full, full beam. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tr- tricky thing to navigate. With you, welcome any change that feels natural. Retreat if it feels natural. Be be careful not to uh, assign that as a an absolute feature of who you are well, this is who I am now I retreat don't you don't need to declare any of this stuff it's all relative and fluctuating and you're always changing you're always in flux and just curiously observe what it is you need and then tend to it just give yourself to the process but err on the side of doing it in the name of increasing the power of your presence so that it is more accessible to others who are sensitive that could use a bit of what you got or a lot of what you got. Because it's the transference of that at that subtle level that is going to be the hot commodity. It's what we need. It's what we need to be trading on, sensitivity of awareness. I think my previous way to cope with it was extrovertedly say what I think, like if that's calling out bullshit or calling out little nuances that are dysfunctional that I've noticed in myself and seen others. I feel like that liberates me from the burden of being aware of it, but holding it back because it's more considerate and kind ends up making me just like a stifled. <laughs> you, so you're, you're just, you're in a process of learning a new way of processing things Mm -hmm. your your previous model was to just blurt it out Mm. and now you're process learning to process it internally yeah and this is a sign of sophistication it's more elegant and um it means that you're listening they're all good signs and i would not be concerned in any way shape or form yep enjoy the process of you evolving into something new it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Glad you see so. <laughs> so I do. I do. All I see is beauty, Jeremy, in you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for taking some time to listen to the One Giant Mind podcast. If you're somebody that hasn't yet got a regular meditation practice, One Giant Mind offers a couple of ways in which you can make that happen right now. You can go to onegiantmind.com and have a look at our teacher directory. We've got hundreds of teachers around the world teaching the One Giant Mind being technique, both in person and online. And if for whatever reason you're unable to get to one of those courses, you could 
download our free Learn to Meditate app. It's called One Giant Mind. It's got a 12-step course that'll get you started. And if you're already a regular meditator and feel deeply called to bring this beautiful practice into the world, we strongly encourage you to check out our One Giant Mind Teacher Training Academy. We train passionate meditators to become powerful leaders in their community, equipped with tools to empower others to know themselves very intimately. We teach a powerful process of how to run a meditation course and facilitate the building and growing of a community. And we would love to welcome you into our global family of teachers. A special thanks to our show producer, Daniel Tucker, a.k.a. Spiritual Tradie, our music composer, the one and only Ali Liberman, and all of the One Giant Mind team. <laughs>